Hey everyone, welcome to our season finale. I'm Corey Schubert. As we wrap up season one, we're taking a look back at some of our memorable episodes from this season. We want to give you some updates on the people who shared their story and helped us create Banner Health's storytelling podcast, Bedside Stories. This is episode nine, One Good Deed. I've always loved telling stories ever since I was a kid. Perhaps even more than that, I love hearing great stories. Those of us involved in this project have learned so much from the inspiring people who have shared their personal tales over the past eight episodes. As we finish season one, we're going to take a little break and get ready for season two in a few months. Our goal next season will remain the same, highlighting some of the most emotionally compelling experiences that take place behind the scenes in healthcare. First, let's look back at season one. Remember pediatric nurse Betty Schley? She's still treating patients at Banner Thunderbird Medical Center in Glendale, Arizona. You might recall she talked about hiking Mount Kilimanjaro during our chat. Well, one thing we quickly learned about Betty, she doesn't just talk about things. I'm going to climb uh, Mount Kilimanjaro in February. It's something that has been on my bucket list and I promised myself I would do it two years ago when I turned 70. Well, it took a little longer than that, but sure enough, she celebrated her 73rd birthday by making it to Uhuru Peak on that mountain, climbing to an elevation of more than 19,300 feet. That's the tallest freestanding mountain in the world, and Betty hiked 68 miles on that journey. Afterwards, she survived another nerve-wracking challenge, her first live TV interview with local media to talk about her hike. Speaking of challenges, Darcy Carhill is no stranger to those. In episode two, Darcy shared her story of having a heart attack in the middle of giving birth to her daughter. The medical teams at Banner Gateway Medical Center in Gilbert, Arizona, and Banner Desert Medical Center in Mesa, Arizona, were able to save Darcy's life, and she gave birth to her beautiful daughter, Aria. Darcy says everyone's doing great since we highlighted her story. No further heart issues for her, and Aria is healthy, happy, and sassy at 16 months old. Aria's walking now, and though she isn't quite talking yet, she's clearly been trying to say a few words, including mama, dada, and no. Her mom jokes that no is her favorite word. One of our most popular episodes involves Salima Martin, a patient transporter who also serves as a volunteer mascot affectionately known as Dr. Bear at Banner Desert and Cardin Children's Medical Center in Mesa. She's done quite a bit since we met her. First, the Arizona Republic newspaper did a profile story about Salima in November of last year, and the pictures for the story were chosen among the publication's most amazing photos for 2018. Never one to just think about herself, Salima is still bringing joy to others. Here's an example of just one good deed. She wrote an inspiring story about one of her colleagues, Robert Goodrich, who has worked in the cafeteria at Banner Desert for more than 20 years. Robert spends his own time and money writing cards during the holidays to more than 400 hospital staff. She felt he deserved a shout out for being such a great guy. It also turns out Robert is a super fan of the Arizona Coyotes ice hockey team. Employees were so moved by Robert's story that several people worked with the Coyotes to surprise Robert at work. It's especially fitting that a story that starts with Salima and Dr. Bear as Banner's mascot ultimately results in a visit from Howler, the Coyotes mascot, to give Robert some special team goodies and a ticket to a game next season. Transitioning from the Coyotes to rattlesnakes, we checked in on miner John Waddell, who was trapped alone for more than 48 hours in a dark mine shaft in the Arizona desert 
100 feet down, surrounded by the deadly snakes. Down there, it's either me or them, and I was going to make it out one way or the other. John's daughter reports he's doing well these days. He still has some aches and pains in his leg, but he's back on his feet and getting around. He sold the mine, so he hasn't done much mining lately. However, she says, he's probably already looking for the next one. Here's a nice little update on Sam and Anita Allen, who fell in love while Sam was volunteering at Banner Heart Hospital. Anita has come full circle, from being a patient herself, which of course is how she met Sam, to volunteering every week at the same medical campus. She's found that she absolutely loves helping patients, and you can often find Anita and Sam having lunch together and enjoying each other's company in the hospital cafeteria. If you've been a listener since our first episode, you'll remember Reverend John Sabah and his wonderful family. The Reverend helped to save the life of his son, Ebby, when Ebby was a young man, and Ebby returned the favor as an adult by becoming a donor for his dad when the Reverend needed a stem cell transplant to treat leukemia. When the Washington Post published a story highlighting the father and son bond, I texted Ebby to jokingly tell him his dad was now officially famous. Ebby proudly replied, he always was. Sadly, Reverend Sabah passed away in September of last year. I was honored to get a first-hand glimpse of exactly what Ebby meant by the Reverend's lifetime of meaningful fame. His memorial service brought together hundreds of people from all walks of life, all ages and cultures, to share stories about ways the Reverend inspired them and made their lives better. We're so fortunate to have met him and had the chance to share one small part of his incredible life story. As we bring season one to a close, I want to share a little detail I've recently noticed. In the nine years I've been with Banner Health, I've had the chance to meet a lot of doctors. When it comes to physicians, you'd be hard-pressed to find another profession in which an expert's role is more meaningful to so many people. They deal with the nuances of life and death every day, sometimes quite literally needing to touch a patient's heart to heal them. A doctor's phone is always ringing and his or her inbox is perpetually filling. Yet, when I meet with the doctors, they're paying attention truly listening. If I'm honest, they listen way better than I do to my wife and friends much of the time. And they're not closed off from the emotional side of their work either. They're not afraid to show they care. If there's one thing we'll continue trying to achieve with this podcast, it's to remind ourselves that taking the time to be present when we're talking to one another will never stop being important. The past eight episodes have proof we're all more similar as humans than we are different. And most of us, I'll go ahead and argue all of us, have an amazing story to share. For Banner Health, I'm Corey Schubert, and this is Bedside Stories. Coming up in Season 2, we'll introduce you to a 9-year-old girl whose battle with cancer inspired her to live her life backwards, making every day count. And I'll introduce you to my colleague Lauren Pettit, who will join me for at least an episode or two. Until we return, we invite you to listen to previous episodes and let us know what you think. Until next time, thanks so much for listening. Bedside Stories is written and produced by Corey Schubert. Production support is provided by Lauren Pettit, Eric Joe LaFuente, David Lozano, Charles Kelhoffer, Ralph Lopez, and Jen Woods. For more information about Banner Health and to become a volunteer, visit us online at bannerhealth.com.